This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 210. Hey, my friend, thanks for joining me today. My name is Jeff Cady. I am the lead pastor of the Community Heights Alliance Church in Newton, Iowa. If you want to locate me, I'm 30 minutes east of downtown Des Moines, Iowa, the state capital. And I love talking to pastors. I have another podcast called the 200 Churches Podcast for churches of about 200, give or take 100 or two. The mission of that podcast has been now for 10 years, ministry encouragement for pastors of small churches. I started this podcast a couple years ago. I think I started it in 2020 and really began investing into it, uh, time and effort into it in early last year, early 21. But it's good to be with you. And today I want to talk to you about something that I hope I can articulate it the way that I want to. It's uh, it's something that I'm working on and I have been working on. You probably have too. There are a number of denominations and groups in the country right now that are battling over doctrinal and societal issues that they are disagreeing about, and some of them are actually just splitting. They're splitting, and groups are, are pulling out of denominations and starting other denominations. Uh, they don't agree with other people within their denomination or association, and so they're splitting. They're going different way, and are you know we can decry the moral debasement of our culture, whatever we think that is happening in society and our culture. And we can uh, have positions, doctrinal stances, and we can disagree with others uh, who call themselves Christian, Christians within our church and within our denominations. We can separate from them and, and all that's going on. And I'm thinking about the people in your community. So for me, the question isn't, what do you believe? I mean, what you believe is important, but what I'm talking about is how do we minister to the people in our community? Some of the people in our community are guilty of living out the very positions that we disagree with those within our denominations over. In other words, if, it were, if the issue were drinking, and you believed that drinking was wrong, others believed that drinking was right, and therefore the denomination is going to split over it. What about all the people in, the, in your community who drink? Are you not going to have anything to do with them? In other words, they need Jesus. They need a Savior. They need a connection with God. But because you are separating from others within your denomination who drink alcohol, therefore you feel like you need to separate from others in your community who drink alcohol, but those are the very people who need Jesus. Now, I'm using what I think is a somewhat silly example. Other examples would be same-sex marriage, ordination of women, LGBTQ issues, gender issues. All of these things are impacting our society, and many of these things are dividing denominations and dividing church groups they're dividing Christians from one another. And what I'm concerned about are the people in our community who are involved in all of these things. How do we minister to people? So if you're in a church that is against a homosexual lifestyle, how do you minister to homosexuals in your community? 
do you decide you're just not going to do it? If you're in a church that doesn't believe in same-sex relationships, how are you going to minister to people who are in same-sex relationships? If you're a church that doesn't believe in ordination of women, how are you going to relate to women in ministry within your community and the people in those churches who are in most cases, your brothers and sisters in Christ. Do you see what I'm getting at here? It's fraught with tensions, misunderstandings, public pushback, perhaps even division within your own leadership. But pastor, I just want to encourage you to think about the fact that there's two different issues we're talking about. It's the one issue is our position on these issues. The other issue is how do we minister to people in our community? That's the one that I want you to think about, because we don't want people getting lost in the melee of fights between believers and fights between Christian leaders and fights between churches in the same denomination. Well, the lost people in the community are going to hell because we're too busy trying to decide what stance we're going to take. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying, Pastor. I have a position personally in all these areas. Some positions I have struggled with and I have worked hard to have a good understanding of Scripture. I have positions in these areas, and I think those things are important, but I also care about the lost people in my community and especially about those people whose lifestyles intersect these issues, and they find themselves as punching bags or pinatas in their community because the way that they live and the way that they believe and uh, the way that they feel they are on the, in- on the inside, they-, they just get knocked all around from both sides, and they have, they have no comfort. They have no encouragement. They have no friendship from church people. What I'm saying to you, Pastor, is if you are involved in a ministry situation where you're struggling with other church leadership, other churches in your denomination over some of these issues, don't forget about the real people in your community. And don't neglect and wall off people who have lifestyles that are different than what you think Scripture allows, that are different from yours, and then you, we just ignore them. And churches all over the country, probably all over the world, are ignoring people that they believe are socially repulsive to them. They don't agree with their lifestyle, therefore they wall them off, they have nothing to do with them, they condemn them, and they're basically consigned to outer darkness, and that's the end of it. When what I see in my community are people, there's just people, and all of us struggle with all kinds of things. And Jesus wouldn't want us to miss the real people that need to come to the Good Shepherd, that need to find faith in Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives and the truth of the Word of God regularly coming into their mind and into their heart. Those things are going to change people into who God wants them to be and what God wants them to do. Let's trust the power of the risen Christ Let's trust the good, sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit 
and let's trust the truthful wisdom of the Word of God to make the changes in people that need to be made. And let's give people the opportunity to have the benefits of a relationship with God, the benefits of acceptance among a group of people who follow Jesus. Notice I didn't say approval, but I said acceptance. And we could do all kinds of word semantics here. And I would say approval too. I approve of people as people made in the image of God, as people whom Jesus loves and died for. Everybody needs that respect and that love and that acceptance. And of all places in the church, lost people, how many years have we been saying this? Lost people matter to God. Lost people need to be found. If we wall off lost people, then the work of Jesus, the work of the Spirit, the work of the Word can never find a place in their lives. I don't know, Pastor, I for one don't want to be guilty of that. So somehow I see two issues. What do we believe? What do we believe in terms of right and wrong? What do we believe the Bible teaches? But then how do we stay connected to real people in our community so that they can be brought to Jesus? Because everybody needs Jesus. I hope this made sense to you, Pastor. I'm still trying to work it out. I'm still trying to figure out how then should I minister in my community. But as I follow Jesus, Jesus points me to real people. And I read a passage like Matthew 25, and it makes a difference to me. It makes an impact on me. I read a passage like Matthew 13, where Jesus says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. I read in Ezekiel where God tells the shepherds, okay, forget it, forget it. I'll be the shepherd. I'll take over. I'll shepherd my people because you're doing such a bad job at it. I don't want to be found in Matthew 13. I don't want to be found in Ezekiel where the judgment came on the religious leaders of their day. I want to be found following Jesus who was going after lost people. He came to seek and to save the lost. That's what's on my heart these days, Pastor, and I am talking to a lot of different people about these things, trying to learn, trying to grow, trying to please God, trying to fulfill my ministry in my church. I love you for what you're doing. I'm thankful for you. Thanks for serving in a church. Thanks for shepherding God's people. Thanks for loving the lost. I, for one, am cheerleading you praying for you, and have a ton of respect for you. God bless you as you serve in your local church. And I'll talk to you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.